the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for a conversation about the things we share in common. Our common hopes, our common fears, our common struggles. Together, we'll wrestle with the questions that we all have about the issues that affect our lives. This is The Common Good. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Fromm and Ian Simpkins. to the common good my name is ian simpkins along with brian Fromm. you can find us all over the world wide web we're on facebook perhaps you've heard of it it's a growing website that i think's really going to make it i think it might make it <laughs> i think it's got some real state power uh, the common good radio show is what you'll type to find us there you can also go to 1160hope.com slash the common good plus wherever it is you get podcasts mm-hmm. if you're a podcaster thank you so much for that you can like subscribe and review that all does magically help us out somehow we're not really sure how but uh we are joined via the magic of phones phones or satellite or todd how are you coming to us right now we're, what <laughs> yeah the internet boys the same <laughs> thing that the fb well, right you say? we said phones and satellite internet didn't even cross my mind old that school. is cool old school <laughs> That's so, awesome. So, so, Todd, many people will know who you are, but why don't you uh, just reintroduce yourself again, who you are, what you do, what makes you tick? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'm uh, Todd Chapman. I'm an advocate uh, with uh, a child advocate with Food for the Poor, one of the largest international relief and development agencies in the U.S. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, what we were talking about a couple weeks ago when I was there in Chicago, live and in person, not via <laughs> Memorex. And uh, we're talking about this uh, ongoing crisis in Haiti and inviting you to get involved in saving the lives of families by giving them food for a year and water for life. Yeah, Todd, something that was really uh, impactful when you were here and we were talking over those two days, uh, I think it was last week, uh, was just the gravity uh, of the humanitarian crisis in Haiti. For those who weren't listening last week, could you paint that picture again for us? Yeah, absolutely. So Haiti, uh, you know, on a good day, is one of the poorest countries in the world and the poorest country on this side of the planet in the Western Hemisphere. And uh, you've got about 11 million people, and they're, most of them are basically just trying to survive uh, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, there's rampant unemployment. You've got like, it's about 75, 80% unemployment. The average person there is maybe on a good day able to make a uh, dollar, uh, maybe $2 a day U.S. Uh, but what's happened, uh, you know, so you've got that foundational poverty and on top of that, just lack of all the infrastructure that we take for granted here in the U.S. You know, there's virtually no electricity for most of the country. Lack of potable drinking water, don't have modern sanitation. I mean, it really is just a, a terrible place to try to survive. But it's gotten worse in the last several years because of uh, a lack of rainfall. And I actually was just reading a report that came out in the Miami Herald last week. And one of the things that they said there, let me pull up that window so I can actually read it exactly as they said it, uh, said, um, according, uh, it said, Haiti, this is from a, a spokesperson from... Uh, the World Food Program, it said that Haiti is like the forgotten emergency. Hmm. It is a hidden crisis. In the middle of all these humanitarian crises in Africa, in Asia, Haiti is out of the media because uh, this is not really a result of a natural disaster. Uh, this, and it's not, it's not a result of a war or a conflict. 
Uh, but that's, you know, nevertheless, it's it's happening. And the situation is very, very desperate. And so in the midst of all that uh, that suffering, uh, you know, guys, the uh, the AM 1160 listening family has already made a big dent in uh, in part of uh, our solution that we're proposing today, which is you partnering with Food for the Poor. Uh, to not save all of the families that are suffering, but just a handful of them that right. we have identified, and we're we're trying to save uh, w- another eighteen families on our list. So, and that's one of the things I appreciate about the station. To be honest, is there are a lot of different ways that people they'll have different fundraising efforts or different days like today. But the fact that we're coming alongside Food for the Poor that is doing, I think, some of the most necessary work in the world, like you've said, and we'll get into this in the next hour and a half or so, some of the stories and the things that you've seen. So if you're listening, regardless of whether it's live or via the podcast, I want to encourage you to call either 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. Or just go to 1160hope.com and you'll see the banner right there at the top. And here's kind of what we're asking for. You mentioned 18 families is the goal. So a $320 one-time gift, which breaks down to about $27 $27 a month provides food for a year and water for life for one family. That's that's one time gift of $320, which if you really look at that, especially during the Christmas yep. season, people will easily spend that on a loved one without even thinking about it. Right. And it's usually stuff that will end up in a landfill within the next five years. Anyway, what we're talking about is coming alongside, you know, people like you're saying it's a, it's a crisis. It's not just a need. It's a crisis. And for all the reasons that you were just mentioning, it's the infrastructure. It's not just, oh, man, things are a little slow this week for Haiti. It's like, oh, no, th- there is there are some devastating issues to help overcome that we get to come along. Alongside. So I, I want to encourage you, call 855-901-4673 or go to 1160hope.com. And our, our kind of goal, as Todd said, is 18 families. That comes to nine families per hour. So let's let's do it. Let's take care yeah. of that today. Provide food for a year and water for life for people in the greatest need imaginable. So maybe you're wondering what uh, your $27 a month does. Uh, and so let me, let me address that. So uh, we say it's food for your water for life for a family of four. And so the way we do that is uh, Food for the Poor, uh, we, we've always worked through the local church. That's the way Food for the Poor has been working now for 38 years. Mm. And we've been in Haiti for 30 years. We've got a tremendous network of churches, all denominations, all across the, the island nation of Haiti. About 2,600 points of food distribution. And so that's pretty amazing if you think about it. You know, we tapped into God's, to God's, uh, you know, the God designed distribution network. <laughs> it's called the church. And uh, these, it's just an amazing partnership. But what happens is when you give your $27 a month or your $320 one time gift, you allow us to add another family into one of those feeding programs right there in the community or the village or the region where they live. And so the pastor will go out and say, hey, we got funding to allow another family to come and get to get these uh, get the food and so another family is able to go and uh, twice a day they can get uh, a good healthy nutritious meal something that they simply don't have the money to buy on their own because again most of these families uh, they're unemployed and because of this drought their little plot of land mm-hmm. that they used to farm to to you know survive that's been gone it's been gone for months now wow. and so these families are absolutely desperate so imagine the hope that that mom will feel she's been throwing up prayers like crazy and suddenly a pastor who she knows right there in her little village says hey i got great news someone's given a gift and now that you can be a part of this feeding program so for the next year the next year, she can take her, her kids down and they'll get fed every day. And also, uh, you know, we talked about how potable water is a huge problem in Haiti. Uh, we have uh, water purification units in communities all across Haiti. Food for the Poor has put in more clean water than any other charity 
operating in Haiti. Uh, we've provided clean water for, I think, about 2 million people so far, and we wow. continue to add to that all the time. But she can also now, you know, take her kids down and get access to clean, safe drinking water. And uh, and you make that happen with your $27 monthly gift. So I, I don't know, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're my wife and I, we're, we're checking off uh, stuff like crazy off the Christmas list right now. Uh, you know, and like she gives me my path and I got to get the stuff on Amazon, you know, <laughs> source it from what it, whatever. Yeah. So we were comparing notes today. She's like, okay, we're only, we're down to the, to the grandkids. We got two grandkids. We're down to them. And then a couple nieces and nephews and we're done. Right. But I got to tell you, I look at what we're spending on Christmas and it's fine. I mean, I love Christmas. We love getting gifts for the kids and all that stuff. But man, you know, we go out and spend, I think our spending limits like 50 bucks per, per person, you know, in the mm-hmm. family. That's kind of the, the, the thing that we set and i'm yeah. like man fifty dollars goes like that when you're buying christmas gifts right and yeah it's nice but does it really have a life-saving impact absolutely not legos don't do that okay <laughs> yeah. legos don't save lives they may <laughs> right. they may jam in your t- in your foot yep. sometimes and make you want to punch something but they don't save lives so i just want to encourage you i know you got a lot of bills a lot of expense this time of year but if you could just see it in your heart to look beyond that yeah, and and envision a family that right now is is praying simply for their next meal. Yeah, and to think about you and your family could do that for uh, for actually less than a small Lego set, twenty seven dollars a month. I hope you'll do it. Eight five five nine zero one forty six seventy three. We also have this great program called the AM eleven sixty Business Benefactor Program. So here's how it works: if you're a business owner, a marketing manager, if you'd like to promote your church, your school, your ministry, then you need to become an AM eleven sixty Food for the Poor. Business benefactor. Here's how it works. A one-time gift of $1,000. You will receive 40 one-minute commercials that will air here on AM 1160 between 5 a.m. and 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. And all the money goes to Food for the Poor. And then you can use those commercials to promote your business, your church, your school, a ministry. You can gift them to your church or to a school. However you want to use them, it will be up to you. And so it's a kind of a win-win situation here. And so if that is of interest to you, you can learn more uh, about becoming a business benefactor by calling Jeff Reisman at 847-472-8921. Yeah, and to join us in this effort, you can call 855-901-4673 or just go to 1160hope.com. We posted the uh, the link on our Facebook page as well. And uh, any shares or likes, let's make this thing go viral because I, I honestly can't think of a better way to spend our money this holiday season than coming along families uh, in the most dire situations. 855-901-4673 or 1160hope.com. Trying to take care of 18 families this show. So Todd Chapman from uh, Food for the Poor will be with us for the entire show. And we hope that you'll stick around and continue to hear some of those stories here on The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. I have the seven kids with me. We don't have a decent place to stay, to sleep. Their dad is not much around. He is all over the place. He barely ever comes here. And I don't have a mother or a father to help me or take care. My kids are growing up in my hands, and there's nothing I can do to provide and do more for them. So I'm basically just living on a good neighbor. How often is she able to get something to eat for the family? We had a little something today, but that's not always the case. We eat when we can eat, whenever someone gives us a little bit of food to cook. 
So Todd, he- hearing stories like that, uh, I mean, I got to be honest. There, I've heard stories like this throughout the years, and it's amazing to me how they they always seem to have some sort of like visceral, guttural impact to my heart, mm-hmm. especially during the holidays. Like you mm-hmm. were saying, when it's like, oh man, we'll drop fifty bucks on a gift or a, a dinner out with a family or, I mean, especially right now, travel, right? We'll, we'll drop money right. on airline right. tickets or train tickets. Uh, sometimes, for some people, honestly, without even batting an eye, right? So, what you know, part of what you're talking about is coming alongside people in, in really, for a lot of us, unthinkable conditions. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what I learned from having you guys here last week was there's things that I've experienced that I at least have a frame of reference for. And then there are other things that I heard you talk about and my thought was, I don't even have a context mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. So when, when it's that dire, it's sort of like, all right, well, what, what is ours to do? For, for those of you listening, you know, we call the show The Common Good, which I can't think of a better common good than coming alongside people who don't know where their next meal is coming from, that yeah. are, are finding themselves often drinking contaminated water. Water, a thing that we never think about ever, right? We'll leave the faucet running for a half hour without even... You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's that's part of what's so convicting. And so we're we're looking to to come alongside eighteen families this show, and you can do that by calling eight five five nine zero one four six seven three, or go to eleven sixty hope dot com. Just a three hundred and twenty dollar one time gift, or twenty seven dollars a month provides food for a year and water for life for an entire family of four. And uh, Todd, I'd love for you just to continue to kind of tell us some of your own heartbeat and your own experiences as uh, as you've been doing this. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll uh, that that audio we heard was from a, a mom named Denise uh, that I met. Uh, last year in Haiti and I'll tell you a little bit more of the backstory because you know you just got a little glimpse there but yeah um, I'll try to just explain what I saw in a second but I also wanted to just open up the the doors a little bit wider here because you know uh, our heart is today to try to finish what we started Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Uh, last week we started with uh, about 36 families on the list so we are we're about halfway to taking care of these 36 families that are desperate for food and we told you that it's $27 a month or a $320 uh, one-time gift provides a family and so maybe you're already all in on it you know as far as the need and you're like man I really want to help be a part of this but I can't do the $27 a month. That's totally fine. Any gift that you give is going to make a difference. I mm-hmm. want you to know that. So let me just give you a couple alternative suggestions that maybe you know fit the, the budget number that can work for you. Uh, if you gave $14 a month, that would provide for two uh, members of that family. So you know that makes a huge difference right there. And and uh, you give that, God will partner someone up with you who also says, oh yeah, 14 bucks, that's my number. Uh, so just don't let anything hold you back from making a gift. Now, now on the other hand, we had people already do this, give a gift of $600, that's $54 a month and you know you think about that for a second a lot of us will go out to dinner with a spouse or with a family once a week and it's awesome that we can do that god's blessed us abundantly like that but think about that for a second for that for about well actually you know I don't know about you guys. I can't feed a family of four out of the restaurant for 54 <laughs> yes, bucks. I mean, that just yeah, ain't right. happening. Uh, wishful thinking. That'd be nice, right? We're dreaming. Uh, but, you know, for $54, and again, not forever, just for the next 12 months, you could be feeding two families, saving them food for a year, water for life. So if one of those numbers works for you, could you get on the phone right now, even before uh, the bottom of the hour comes up here? I'd love it if we could save two or three families right now. 855 855- Nine zero one forty six seventy three eight five five nine zero one forty six seventy three. So uh, back to Denise, that mom you heard from just a couple minutes ago. So we're walking through this uh, really dusty, just deserted—not uh, deserted. It was crowded, but it was in a very like uh, 
far removed, I guess, is what I'm looking for. It was kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Mm. We had to drive a long way to get there. And that's the, the thing that's so weird about Haiti. You know, you, you leave Port-au-Prince. It's a city of about 4 million people. And the whole country is only like 11 million people. So almost half of them live in this one city, which is just crazy. It's just nuts. All this traffic. And I think there's one functioning traffic light in all of Port-au-Prince. And everybody ignores it anyway. So it doesn't really matter that it's functioning. It's just like this crazy free-for-all. And uh, people just struggling to survive. But then you get out into the countryside. And you'll drive for a long time without seeing much of anything. And then you'll come upon these communities. And... My first thought is when when we entered there, I'm like, man, how did these people get stuck out here? I mm. mean, why would you do that? You're far away from any semblance of of uh, marketplace or, you know, obviously the best opportunities for work would be in the big city, right? But these people are out in the middle of nowhere. And that's where I met Denise. And, and so she was doing as most Haitians do. You see a lot of people just sitting around. And, you know, on the surface, you would look at that, especially as an American, you say, well, the, no wonder these people are poor. They're lazy. No, no, it's not that they're lazy. Mm. It's that there's literally nothing for them to do for the most part. There is no work. You know, maybe if you're fortunate, you're able to find a little bit of day labor here and there. But for the most part, these people are just having to just eke out a living with literally absolutely no resources, no opportunity. It's it's really I, I get it. Look, if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, you know, uh, in Haiti, I've been to Haiti over a dozen times. I've been to other countries. I've traveled into the developing world a lot. So I understand that not everybody has that that perspective, you know, of being there. But I'm just trying to help you understand. It's not that these people uh, don't have motivation. They want to make a better life for themselves. Mm. They really do. Just like you want to provide for your kids. You want to do the best you can with what you have to work with. But the thing is, friend, we have to remember, we have been blessed to be born into the greatest <laughs> country that has ever existed on the face of the earth. We are, in, we are who the Bible calls rich, right? And so when we look at that in Scripture, then what does the Bible command us as rich people to do in the name of Jesus? Yeah, be Give, generous. Yeah. yeah, be generous. Give to those who don't have all the blessings that we have. And so I just want you to understand, and, and, and back to the Denise thing for a second, I took a bunny trail, but this is a mom who is literally living in a, in a, in a single room. She had sev- seven kids, but six of them lived with her. One of them was older and stayed someplace else. Mm-hmm. And she didn't even own that little room. Wow. She was allowed to live there, but she had no job, no food. Wow. Six kids, and they all had to sleep on a tiny little, like, twin-size mattress. Mm. And she said, the only way I eat is if a neighbor happens to have a little extra food or I can go out and beg or send the kids out to beg and someone takes pity on us. Wow. And friend, what do you do in, what do you do when you're confronted like that? I mean, what do you do except like it's just soul crushing. And uh, you know, we, we can't we can't save all 11 million people that are hurting in Haiti. But you could save Denise. Yeah. You could be a huge blessing to sh- her and her family right now and that's what we need to focus on. Because it can be overwhelming, I get that. But we need to focus on just the one person or the one family that we can touch with our gift. And I pray that you'll do that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way to do that, you can call 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-HOPE. 
or you can go to 1160hope.com and you can click the banner right there at the top. So here's how it kind of breaks down again. A $320 one-time gift, which comes to about $27 a month, provides food for a year and water for life for one family of four. And so our goal is to try and take care of 18 families during this show. So I cannot encourage you enough. Make a phone call. Visit the website. We also got this business benefactor program. If you want to make a $1,000 donation, you'll receive 41-minute commercials that will air right here on the station between 5 a.m. and 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, which is an incredible deal. So if you're listening, you're thinking, well, I can do five grand. Let's do it. If you have a small group, you have uh, a team, you have an association, you have people that are about bringing hope and justice to hurting people. I cannot think of anything better than partnering with Food for the Poor. So again, that number is 855-901-4673 or 1160hope.com. We're joined all show by Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. And uh, we're going to continue to hear stories coming up next here on The Common Good on AIM 1160. Hope for your life. Do you have access to water? How far do you walk for water? The water is far. I have to walk a long distance to get to a string. It's more like a hole in the ground. Sometimes we have to sleep by the water point to wait for the water to come out. So it's really hard for us to get the water. Welcome back to The Common Good on AM 1160. We have the pleasure of talking to Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor, specifically talking about the the humanitarian crisis going on in Haiti. And the goal today as a show is to have as many people as possible uh, donate whatever you can. We're, we're shooting for $320 a year or $27 a month to provide food for a year and water for life for an entire family of four. So you can do that by calling 855-901-4673. Or you can go to 1160hope.com, click on the Food for the Poor banner. It's very obvious and very easy to do. Todd, uh, we're super grateful to have you with us. I'm wondering if you could expound a little bit on on just how dire the crisis around water is in, in Haiti. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, uh, Haiti is about, like I said earlier, about 11 million people that live there. And about... Eight to nine million of them don't have access to clean, uh, potable, drinkable drinking water. Wow. That's the reality of it. And um, it's something that, uh, you know, I didn't realize how much I take water for granted until I went to uh, Haiti or went to countries like Guatemala uh, or even some of the more developed uh, countries in the in in the developing world, like, uh, you know, like Jamaica. I mean, you go you go to Jamaica, you take a vacation, right? And you, yeah. you're at the resort, but you get outside of there. Yeah. And the water gets pretty suspect. But in Haiti, it is so, so, so bad. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, most most families have to walk miles to get water. But now because of this drought that has just completely decimated not only the food supply, but also it's dropped the level of the water table so drastically that uh, even those springs and wells and creeks and things like that that people used to go to to be able to get water, there's not any water there anymore. Mm. And so what's going on now in Port-au-Prince is that they're actually uh, in Food for the Poor is doing this. Uh, but uh, so is the government and other charities are sending out water trucks. And people are lining the streets of Port-au-Prince with containers. And so the water truck will come by and, and they'll some, you never really know when it's going to come by. And so you just have to go out there and wait, mm. uh, wait for the water truck to come by. And maybe you get enough to fill a couple containers. And, you know, you, you just have to get by on that. And uh, 
but you know even even if you could get wa- uh, water from like a stream or something like that one of the things you have to understand about Haiti again because it doesn't have sewer systems it doesn't have modern sanitation like we have in the US uh the water is always contaminated it's always got feces in it you know mm. it's i mean it's it's terrible as a matter of fact we were in a village one time and the only it's about 3000 people and the only water source they had was an irrigation uh, canal called, and they called it the gutter. And so we walked down there, and it was about two feet deep. And it was maybe four feet wide. I mean, I could step across it, and maybe, you know, it's, it's running about two feet deep. It was actually it had a little bit of water. This has been about 18 months ago. I don't even know if there's any water in it now. But, mm. but so, so you got there, and you looked along there, and, man, the, half the village was lined up along this, uh, this, this canal. And they were... Uh, one guy was like washing his motorbike down there, and there were some kids taking a bath, and mom was kind of soaping them up, and they're you know playing in the water. Another lady's washing dishes, and then I looked further down. There's some animals in there. There's a pig over there. You got a cow down there, and they're drinking and doing whatever else they do in the water, and people are just you know taking. Uh, containers of water, and that's what they're going to cook, and, and sometimes or drink, and sometimes they'll cook with it, boil it, and wow. you might be okay if you boil it, but a lot of times, you know, uh, they just don't have the ability uh, to uh, to do anything about it, and so that's why you have things like cholera. Uh, you know, cholera is a, a disease that, for the most part, has been long since eradicated, mm. but in Haiti, it's back. It came back after the earthquake of 2010, wow. and now it continues to be a problem, and so you can see. How, you know, even if we were saying, hey, $27 a month would provide a family access to clean, safe drinking water and take that problem off the table forever. I think that would be a tremendous ministry (laughs) opportunity, right? But you wrap that with the food, food for a year through one of the feeding programs administered through the local church and they get access to water for life. You can make that happen for less than a dollar a day. Wow, what a great Christmas gift that you could provide for a family in Haiti and also a great blessing for you and your family. Mm-hmm. And we're just praying that, you know, there's maybe five or six families that could get the vision of that and would take action on it right now. 855-901-4673. Yeah, you could go to 1160hope.com. If that's more your speed, you can click on the banner at the top there. It takes just a couple of minutes. And maybe you're driving around right now. Maybe you're out shopping. Maybe you're literally out about about to drop another couple hundred dollars on some gifts. And gifts are important, like you were saying earlier, Todd. You know, like we're not anti-gifts at all. But maybe, maybe this is the year that you are reframing that a little bit. And I, I remember even growing up in a family, my parents always took us to Meals on Wheels every Christmas morning, every Thanksgiving morning before we did the gifts. It was this way of sort of saying, yeah, we're going to do a celebration, but we're also going to care for the needs in our community. We're going to care for people. And uh, that's what we're kind of calling on our audience to do, to call 855-901-4673 or 1160hope.com. Just $320, which comes to about $27 a month, provides food for a year and water for life for a family of four. And, and Todd, I, I'm wondering if you can get personal with us a little bit. I'm, I'm curious, and maybe you can't pinpoint it, but like, what was the turning point for you in your life when you became, when you went from like, oh, I'm interested in this line of work i'm interested in this global need to to now being like oh this is what gets me up in the morning this is like what makes my heart beat fast what was that turning point for you um i guess it would it would predate my time with food for the poor Hmm. Uh, i was actually i was uh, i was working at a radio station in dallas 
And um, I did a morning show there on a Christian station. And Food for the Poor, uh, one of the things we like to do is take broadcasters like you guys. And mm-hmm. Someday we'll get you to Haiti, I promise. Yes. We're gonna, it's, that's not a threat. That's a promise. <laughs> We're going to take you to Haiti because uh, I know you'll love it, it and it's life-changing. But they mm. called and they said, hey, we would love to take you to Jamaica. Uh, to see what we do. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. It was, this was like 1999. And I had literally never been uh, out. Well, I'd been like to Canada. Um, I think I'd been to Tijuana, but I'd never been into the the emerging world, the developing world. Hmm. So, so I thought, yeah, that'd be cool. And I went. That was the first time I ever witnessed uh, up close and personal mm-hmm. uh, poverty like that. Mm. And, uh, you know, you see it on TV, you see the, you know, you see the kids with the big bellies and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not completely dead. It touched me. And, you know, being a Christian, obviously, I'd read the word about uh, caring for poor, uh, the the orphans and needy and all the the passages of scripture. scripture. But, man, something happens when uh, you you step outside the dome and you get off the plane Mm -hmm. and everything from the second you hit it uh, is different. First Mm -hmm. of all, uh, you know, when you fly, particularly into Haiti, there's a smell. And it actually, the second they crack the aircraft door when you get there, um, it's a very unique, distinctive smell. And uh, I've since traveled to poor countries in Africa and Asia. And so it's, I've come to realize that's the smell of poverty. And it's, uh, it's, it's a smell of, of smoke, garbage, decay. Mm. I, I really kind of call it a smell of death in a mm. way. Uh, because, uh, you know, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just so hard to explain. But you once you've experienced, you know it. And it gets into your clothes and things like that. So that's the first thing. But then as you begin to uh, drive through the streets and then you, uh, you know, then you move from there into actually moving into someone's home and you spend time with a family. Right. And you start looking into people's eyes as they tell you their stories. And um, I got to tell you, man, I don't know how even as a human being. You can be confronted with poverty that deep, that level of human suffering, and not to come away unchanged. And I think especially as a follower of Jesus Christ, I came away so incredibly uh, convicted Hmm. of how selfish I am. Hmm. I was going to say I was, but I still am, even though I've seen it so many times. And this is my passion and and my calling in life. I know without a doubt, I didn't know then, but ever since that day, Hmm. God put a put a just a, a burning, a burden on my on my heart. And then some years later, I had the opportunity to join Food for the Poor. So here I am advocating for my poor brothers and sisters on hmm. on Christian radio stations all over the country. But friends, I got to tell you, there's a huge world out there uh, and the vast majority of, uh, of people in it are just surviving day to day. And I think, uh, you know, the thing that burdens me, guys, and you guys are pastors, uh, you know, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you get this. But I just I just feel like Christians in America, we don't feel um, the gravity right. like we should of the scriptural, not suggestions, but the scriptural mandates to care for the for the poor. Mm, yeah. And, you know, and the, and the reality is we can do it. And it's not even a sacrifice for most of us. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about it. C.S. Lewis was asked one time that someone said, uh, you know, how much should a person give, uh, you know, to, to, to I forget what the actual phrasing of the question is. You guys probably know, because I'm sure you've read every C.S. Lewis book. Cover, cover, <laughs> Facebook, they said, memorized it, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, how do you know when you're when you're giving enough? And C.S. Lewis's answer was, well, you know, it seems to me that unless it's actually impacting the way you live, hmm. you're probably not giving sacrificially yeah. enough. Right, right. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow, because the reality is, and I'm not trying to guilt anybody because I'm yeah. talking to myself here, hear my heart, because I'm the same way, even though I see it and this is what I do for a living and I advocate for the poor, I still could give more. Most of us give out of our excess. Mm-hmm. We don't give sacrificially, but God really does call us to give sacrificially. That's why in scriptures in Luke, I'm reading through the book of Luke during this month, uh, Luke chapter 12, where he says, sell your possessions and give to the poor. That slapped me between the eyes yeah, <laughs> yesterday no when I read that. I'm like, well, that's pretty hardcore, man. No kidding. That's how important it is. Sell your stuff and give to the poor. Mm. Mm. Well, man, Todd, thank you so much for sharing all that. I really appreciate that. That other voice you're hearing is Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. And here's what we're trying to do. We're trying to take care of 18 families of this show. You can do that by calling 855-901-4673 or go to 1160hope.com. A 320 one-time gift, $320 one-time gift provides food for a year and water for life for one family of four. Maybe you can do a whole lot more than that. We would love for you to come alongside us to help the, the most vulnerable, the most in need here in Haiti. And we'll be joined all show by Todd from Food for the Poor here on The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Fabiola. Yes. Wow. My name is Fabiola. How many kids does she have? Three. Three children. This is the youngest. Oh, we are Tiffy. The little girl. Beautiful. How old? She has you. fait three. A year. This is her home. It's eight by eight, probably. Adobe, mud, sticks, dirt floor, zinc roof with holes. Can you ask her about living in this house and how it affects her family? Qui sont ça et pour nous la famille là? Ça aide même. Et maman, maman garçon, qui sont dormi dans la maison. Ah, j'ai vivre dans la maison. Et mal vivre parce qu'il n'y a Living here is really bad. Whenever it rains, I get wet. I don't have food to eat. I can't feed myself or the kids. And when it rains, it's really hard for us to be in here. What about water? Qui va prendre de l'eau pour boire, Fabiola? I have to travel all the way to Balan to get water from a pipe, otherwise... How far is that? Balan is at the entrance where the road was still good. Okay, so that was about a 20-minute drive for us back here in vehicles, and so by walking, probably be a long way. So, Todd, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, that is uh, hard to listen to. For so many reasons, you know, and I, mm-hmm. and I recently became a father, not that recently, but a couple of years ago. So I'm still kind of new to the being a parent thing. Mm-hmm. And I could not have prepared myself for how much becoming a father would heighten my sensitivity to the families of other families. Mm-hmm. Like when you hear a mother or father talk about what they'd long to provide for their kids and what they can't, like, I just... It's hard to not see my story or my position or try to, mm-hmm. in some way, empathize. Like, what must that be like? And you, you've been there. Mm-hmm. You've experienced these things. What What is it like for you to be on the ground in places like Haiti? And what, is that, what does that do to your own kind of heart and soul? Um, it's, uh, it's simultaneously uh, soul-crushing, uh, but also very motivating for me mm-hmm. because I, you know, I... Um, for whatever reason, God has given me a platform, uh, to, you know, uh, in my role with Food for the Poor to advocate for these people that don't have a voice. Right. And, you know, I think if there's, um, I, you know, I, lo- I love I love the hearts of Americans. I mean, you know, even though um, even though we could all probably do more, Americans have literally reshaped the trajectory of the world. 
mm. on so many levels. You know, you think about the sacrifice that uh, that our military has made, our, our veterans, that literally uh, the world would not be where it is today were it not for the greatest generation that, you know, at 17 and 18 years of age, you know, they went across the ocean and died, you know, fighting just uh, terrible evils in the world. Right. And the same is true of the generosity of Americans. I mean, where would the world be if not for the intervention of Americans, whether it be militarily, governmentally, uh, or just uh, civilians, just, you know, Joes and Janes, just like you, mm-hmm. that uh, just hear about a need and say, hey, I could do something about that. So I do want to give us a pat on the back because sometimes <laughs> I get so passionate, I feel like maybe I come down too hard. Mm. Uh, but I'm just passionate about everybody realizing, look, every one of us, uh, you know, whether we're Christian or whatever religion we are or no religion at all, every one of us, I believe, uh, well, I, I know can make a difference and make the world a better place. But especially as Christians, man, we can we can make such a huge difference. But guys, I got to tell you, people ask me all the time, you know, it seems like you talk about Haiti and 11 million people and about, you know, nine million of them are, are on the verge of dying, it seems like. Wow. Well, what difference is it going to make? Well, you know, it's going to make a difference to the one person that you help, yep, the one child right. that you help. And I'm here to tell you that um, literally people are dying. Children are dying from a lack of food and a lack of clean, safe drinking water. I was talking to one of the doctors that we work with uh, at a hospital in Haiti, and uh, he said that, uh, uh, you know, the situation is the worst that we've seen it since 2010 in the earthquake. And uh, right now, mothers are giving their babies bad water. Because they don't have a choice, right. and there's no food for their kids. And so with what's going on, he said, in, in a matter of months, we will have typhoid, mm. and they already have cholera. And e- he said, every other infection possible in this country, we're going to have that in Haiti. And so, you know, it, it is absolutely life-saving, the opportunity that we have before us. And that's why I'm so grateful to be part of an organization like Food for the Poor uh, that has been on the ground in Haiti for more than three decades now, yeah. mm. standing there side by side with local pastors, arm in arm, hand in hand, heart to heart. And so many guys, so many charities have pulled out of Haiti in the last couple of years. Oh, wow. Because it's gotten so hard. It's gotten so bad. It's gotten so seemingly hopeless. But food for the poor is still there. And why? Because God is still there. Because people of God are still there. Because the church is still there. And so I'm calling on the church here in Chicagoland. Would you come alongside your brothers and sisters in Haiti and just do what you can? $27 a month, $54 a month. Maybe there's somebody listening. You could just finish this out. Right. You know, God's been good to you. You own your own business. Maybe you're just crushing it in real estate this year. It's the end of the year. You're looking to make some some tax-deductible gifts. About $6,000 would meet the need of these remaining families on our list. I don't know what you do, can do, friend, but I know everyone listening to me can do something. Yeah. And that's how... That's how these problems that seem so immense, that seem just insurmountable, like global poverty and global lack of water and all of this stuff. That's how when the kingdom of God really gets lit up and mobilized, we literally can change the world. I just think sometimes we don't realize the power that we that we have. Right. Not only in terms of our material resources, but in terms of of God just blessing what we do because we are his people. That's great. So you can call 855-901-4673 and make that donation right now. As Todd said, you might be able to take care of all of this. You can do that by calling there right now or going to 1160hope.com. That's 1160hope.com. Click on the banner and there... 
$27 a month feeds one whole family of four for a year and water for life. $54 is two families. What a great thing to do this Christmas season. Well, you're listening to Todd Chapman as he joins us from Food for the Poor. For Ian Simpkins, I'm Brian Fromm. You're listening to The Common Good, AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. It's time for a conversation about the things we share in common. Our common hopes, our common fears, our common struggles. Together, we'll wrestle with the questions that we all have about the issues that affect our lives. This is The Common Good. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Fromm and Ian Simpkins. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Ian Simpkins along with Brian Fromm. You can find us a couple of places on Facebook, The Common Good Radio Show, on Twitter, at Common Good Talk, 1160hope.com slash The Common Good, plus wherever it is you get your podcast. If you are a podcaster first, thank you so much. Secondly, a little like, subscribe, and review. That actually helps us out a good deal. And then if you could take it even a step further, hit that share button. That kind of uh, gets the word out a little beyond our reach and our audience. We're still a pretty new show, so all of that helps us out a ton. And we are joined for the entire show today by Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. And here's kind of the goal. We're, we're trying to save... 18 families, and here's how you can do that. Just a $320 one-time gift, which comes to about $27 a month, provides food for a year and water for life for one family in Haiti. And as we've been talking about, Haiti, uh, I imagine, and I had some friends tell me this the last time you were on, Todd, is in worse shape than most people realize. Yeah, it's... um and this is not just uh, you know me saying this or other uh, you know other people that aren't really informed. I actually just read an article in the Miami Herald last week, and one of the things that it said. Let me just find the quote and I'll read it to you. But uh, basically, uh, the World Food Program, uh, which uh, you know they kind of keep tabs on crisis situations related to uh, food all around the world. And they have basically said this is the worst situation in Haiti since the earthquake of 2010. Food prices have risen by more than 20 percent. The local currency is severely depreciated. And uh, we talked about the drought. It's reduced agricultural yields. And then you add to that the ongoing political crisis that has blocked roads, bankrupt businesses, disrupted food markets. It's closed schools. Mm. Uh, the hospitals are virtually uh, not open because uh, the doctors and nurses are paid by the by the government and there's mm. no money in the government. So, I mean, on, on every level, this is a humanitarian crisis. And uh, further down in the article, this jumped out at me. Um, Basically, uh, here it is right here. Of the three million plus Haitians facing a hunger crisis, uh, this representative of the World Food Program said a million are at risk of of experiencing high rates of acute malnutrition. Wow. And so this is, you know, we're we're talking... We're talking on the brink of famine conditions, mm-hmm. about a million people. And the, and the real tragedy and travesty here is that Haiti is, it's not like it's on the, look, don't hear me wrong. If this is happening anywhere in the world, it's, it's sad, right? you know, and we, everyone deserves to be aware of what's going on so we can, you know, hopefully make a difference. But this is not in, in Africa uh, or in far Asia. This is about 700 miles off the shores of the U.S. Right. 
Haiti is our next door neighbor. I mean, if you've been to uh, the Dominican Republic, same island, mm. just the other side, the good side of that same island is the DR where a lot of people go on vacation. And so, you know, from there, it's just a, a matter of, uh, you know, maybe 100 miles and some of the worst poverty you're going to face anywhere in the world. And literally... Uh, Three million people's lives right now are at risk. And so, friends, you can make a huge difference. Food for the Poor has been on the ground there for 30 years. We have a great network of local churches, 2,600 churches across the country, where we distribute food every day, Hmm. every day. And you can make that happen for another family. You can give them two meals a day every day for the next year through one of our feeding programs. That's for a family of four. They're going to get access to clean, safe drinking water, which, again, is a huge Hardship in Haiti, and you can make that happen for $27 a month or a $320 one-time gift to Food for the Poor, tax-deductible. And now, guys, uh, true confession, my, I am, I'm having like the worst tech day for whatever, <laughs> whatever reason, like the little box that we talked to each other. I had to reboot that. Uh-huh. I was talking to Eric on your end. It worked fine this morning. Came home this afternoon, not working. My computer, I, I don't know if I got hacked or what's going on, but like I went to sign on to my computer and like nothing was working. So all that to say... My connect, my info that tells me how many people are calling and what yeah. they're giving, I don't have access to that. Oh, okay. okay. So okay. I have no idea. We're kind of flying blind, but I think it's kind of cool because, yes. <laughs> you know, at this point, we can't even really keep score. We're just going to have to say, look, here's the need. Uh, you know, we know when we started, we had about 17 families left on our list. Hopefully it's far less than that right now, but we just don't know. But I'm still trusting and praying, guys. Yeah. That we can, that this will be the last hour this year that we bring this need to you because you will meet all of these remaining yep. families' needs. But that's, you know, that's just going to take you doing whatever you can do. Don't worry about the other guy. Don't worry about the lady in the red car. <laughs> Don't worry about, you know, uh, anybody else. Just say, God, what would you have me do? Yeah. I know you have me hearing this for a reason. Uh, you know, maybe you've even been praying, uh, hey, God, use me to do something really cool and different and special. You know what? I, I actually just got an email here that a Todd Chapman donated six thousand dollars. Uh, so if you know a Todd Chapman, let me know. That's a big and deal. And three thousand dollars to a Nigerian princess. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, I got an email. Exactly. I got an email saying that I just got fifteen thousand dollars. It's going to be in my bank account tomorrow. From, you know, from uh, from the Far East. So I'll probably be okay. That's funny. But, uh, so that phone number is eight five five nine zero one forty six seventy three. That's eight five five nine zero one. 4673. Or if you want to go online, you can go to 1160hope.com, uh, click on the Food for the Poor banner. Uh, and there we're encouraging people uh, $27 a month provides food for a year and water for life for one family. Uh, but if you could just give $80 for a year, that's going to save a child. 160 for the entire year, that's two children. Give whatever it is you can give. But as we said last time, there might be some of you who just uh, have, are having a great year and you've got all sorts of money and you're thinking, how can I give? at the end of this year, either for my, me as an individual or a family or for me as a company, uh, we would encourage you to, uh, to give above and beyond. Maybe you could take care of the whole need or half the need. You can do that at 1160hope.com or 855-901-4673. Todd, when, when you were talking about uh, the crisis down in Haiti, I'm just curious. This might be an unanswerable question. I'm just wondering why we haven't heard anything about it. Why would you suspect we don't hear anything about that here in the States? Uh, three words. Impeachment. Ah, there no, you go. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm being facetious, but that yep. is part of it. I mean, I think it's a combination of things. Number one, um, you know, and when you realize, I don't know if you guys have traveled outside the U.S. or how much you have, mm-hmm. but, 
you know, we really do live under a dome. I, I, I say that and people, you know, and it's kind of tongue in cheek, but it's really not. It's actually very, very true. Our news media is very insular. We tend to look inside at our own stuff. And so we focus on stuff uh, here at home. Hmm. And, you know, if you, uh, you know, you can watch the BBC and some people do that. Uh, you'll actually get a much better perspective about what's going on around the world if you watch a foreign news service like the BBC, where they'll talk about things happening in other parts of the world. And so I think that's part of it. But I think, you know, a- another part of it is uh, that, uh, you know, if it because this is not tied to a natural disaster, mm. like the earthquake of 2010, where it, it killed a quarter of a million people in three minutes. Well, I don't care where that happens. That's going to be on on the news everywhere. Yes. Mm. Right. And so it, it, it aggregates a lot of attention. But this has just kind of been a, a slow process. And frankly, you know, I think Haiti people have gone a little bit tone deaf to Haiti just because it is the poorest country on this side of the world and has been for a very, very long time. And so, you know, I, I just think a lot of people are just like, oh, yeah, it's really sad. But things just never seem to get any better there. Mm. And the real tragedy of that is it, it it takes I think it's we we're looking at it, you know, from that pers- if that's our perspective on it, we're we're dehumanizing it. Hmm. You know what I mean? We're mm-hmm. not thinking mm-hmm. about people like Nerlan and Fabiola and Denise and Jezumane, uh, all moms whose story you heard from. If you've been listening to the whole show today, you heard from their voices. You heard right. that they're human beings. They're moms just like you. There are dads just like you that every day are just trying to survive another day in the worst country you could, uh, you know, you could ever be born on here in the Western Hemisphere. So, yeah. church, that's where we have this beautiful opportunity to step in. Yeah. And that's why I'm absolutely convinced, guys, that's why God has you listening to the common good right now. I know because, you know, you just love the laughing pastors and you want to <laughs> hang out with these guys. And that's totally cool because I love hanging with them, too. But beyond that, I think that the mission today uh, is for you to hear about this need and then just do whatever you can to do something about it. $80 feeds a child, uh, you know. Uh, 160 bucks, 14 bucks a month. There's two people right there. You've you've answered their prayer. $27 a month. It's a family. Whatever you can do, could you do it right now? 855-901-4673. Yeah, again, that number is 855-901-4673. You can go to 1160hope.com and you can just click that banner right there. And, you know, I remember a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was just last week you were here, people were sharing with me. Yeah. And I've heard the last couple of times you guys have been on, um, people saying, you know, I wasn't really planning on it, but I, I seemingly randomly turned on the radio or I hmm. turned on the podcast and just something tugged in my heart. And so maybe maybe you've been listening for the first hour and you're like, ah, I don't know, this is really for me. I got enough on my plate. And maybe you're hearing these stories. You're hearing, you know, Todd share his heart. and You're thinking, yeah, why not? I can make that happen. Maybe you could do three hundred twenty dollars. Maybe you can do a whole lot more than that. Maybe you can be a part of our business benefactor. That's a thousand dollars, which which will get you 41 minute commercials that will air right here between 5 a.m. and 8 p.m. Again, I just cannot encourage you enough. Call 855-901-HOPE or go to 1160hope.com. Let's take care of these 18 families. Let's do that uh, right right now. We're kind of flying blind, as Todd said. So I would love for you to get the technology back and discover how oh, we did it. Yeah, so would I. Yes. The common good audience took care of it. It hasn't come back yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're going to continue praying, praying for. praying for that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. Right here on the common good on AM 1160. 
When you pray to God, what do you say to him about yourself and your family? I ask God for strength and courage with my kids. I know God doesn't ever give any pain without relief. So I ask him to keep giving me strength to better raise my kids. Maybe put someone on my path that'll make a difference in my life. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Ian Simpkins along with Brian Fromm. You can find us on Facebook at The Common Good Radio Show or 1160hope.com. And we are joined all show today by Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. And our goal for this show is to come alongside and save 18 families in Haiti. There's a humanitarian crisis that Todd's been telling us about that I've never been to Haiti. But just even hearing you describe what you've seen and experienced, even some of your own emotion from being on the ground there. I, I just honestly, I find really not only convicting, uh, but moving in the midst of a holiday season where a lot of us are probably spending more than we should. I mean, I, I think that's probably safe to say, right? Yeah. Most of us are spending more than we actually need to. And so for $320, which comes to about $27 a month, uh, you can provide food for a year and water for life for one family. We're trying to take care of 18 families. And uh, you can do that by calling 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-HOPE. Or you can just go to 1160hope.com and then click the image there at the very top of the website. And I'm I'm curious, Todd, can you speak a bit to some of the biblical mandate? You've mentioned this idea a couple of times throughout the show, but if somebody's listening and maybe they're they're honestly curious, like what does the Bible actually have to say about how we treat the, the poor and marginalized, how we actually care for one another, how how would you respond to that person? A lot. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It says a lot. Well, uh-huh. you guys are the pastors, so now I've I've because I've read different numbers. Uh, I, I think I read somewhere somewhere around three hundred verses that mm-hmm. talk about serving the poor. Uh, but then I, th- I thought I read someplace else that said it was more like in the thousands. So wow. do, you, do you guys remember from like? Uh, Bible school, which one is closer to accurate? Yeah, Brian, I mean, either way, Brian says he wants to weigh in on this one. <laughs> okay, I'm, come on, Brian. I'm going with a lot. A lot. <laughs> yes, it is, a, it is a regularly taught thing throughout Scripture. We'll go with that. Yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, you know, at, at the very least, hundreds of verses uh, that talk about it. And actually, a lot of them, you know, uh, Jesus himself was, was talking about that. Right. You know, I mentioned earlier, my wife and I are reading through the book of Luke. Uh, during mm. the month of December, and uh, you know that that passage from Luke twelve that just smacked me upside uh, the head this morning when I was reading. And it's funny how you can read. You know, uh, I mean, I've read Luke I don't know how many times in my life, but you know, then suddenly you're plowing along, and it's like you stop, and you're like, "Was that always there?" Yeah, right, it, right. It just it just like jumps out. And the one for me when I read it this morning was that verse right there: "Sell your possessions and give to the poor." And I, I guess I've just glossed over it in the past, but I'm like, I'm like, dang, that's pretty serious, man. Mm-hmm. God says, look, if you don't have the money, then sell some stuff so that you can help these people. That's pretty hardcore, you know, especially for Americans, where I just think we, we place so much value uh, in our culture on what we have on our possessions, you know. And uh, so I don't know, man. I, you know, I just uh, the older I get and the more I realize uh, how short my fuse is left in life. I mean, mm. I'm, I'm going to be 55 years old uh, next year. And so, you know, I'm over the I'm probably over the hump unless I live to be 115. And I really don't want to live that long. I'd rather be yeah, with Jesus. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, you realize most of my life is behind me and I just don't feel like I've done that much or certainly mm. not as much as I want to do for the kingdom. 
And so, you know, it's really made my wife and me um, begin to kind of analyze things a, a little bit more and stuff that we used to think, actually not even think about. We'd go out and draw. Yeah, I need a new pair of jeans. Well, need. I want yeah. a new pair of jeans, right? Need and want. We get a real problem with that, too, in America. But I want a new pair of jeans. Yeah, I'll go drop 75 bucks on a pair of Levi's. Wouldn't think twice about it. Hmm. Well, now, because serving the poor and giving to those in need, whether it be abroad or even here at home uh, in our community, has become more important to me and my wife, we're beginning to suddenly, you know, re, uh, just reassess all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's a cool place to be. And the cool thing is everybody can get there. And, you know, whatever degree it is for you, uh, you know, whatever that looks like in your life. But everybody, you know, God can use you to make a difference, um, you know, uh, in the world. And I know that he wants to. But here, here's the gravity. By the way, let me, let me give you the number. It's 855-901-4673. But uh, I really want to kind of bring this home in a, in a, what I hope will be a pretty um, powerful way. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to Haiti, gosh, about a dozen times, and I've seen some stuff that I'll never forget, mm-hmm. good and bad um, stuff I'll never forget. And there's one particular story that um, I've actually got a piece of audio here that I'll, I'll play uh, in a couple minutes because we captured it when we were there. But I hadn't thought about this little boy for a while until I was going through my iPhone. I was looking for an old picture, and you know how your iPhone stores all your photos like forever? And so I went back to like 2000, I think this was about 2015, and I'm just scrolling through, and suddenly the picture of Francois came up on my screen, and it just arrested me right there. Hmm. It just stopped me, and I started to weep because this little boy, Francois, uh, is a little boy that I met in Haiti, and he was 18 months old at the time. He had a head the size of a basketball. Mm. And so I want, to, I want to play for you the audio that we recorded on that day in the orphanage in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, because I want you to hear about Francois' story. This little boy has water retention in his head. His head is larger than his torso. His entire torso from his shoulders to his waist is smaller than his head. Or ask her to describe his problem. In July, he's be two, he'll be two years old. He was fine when he was born with the head correctly in the correct dimension. And the head started to become big. And they went to the doctor to, at the hospital with him. And he was operated and after three days they gave him back to his mother. And now the, the head became as, as big as before and he's still crying. He's, he's been crying ever since. The mother has four children, and he's the youngest. She cannot take care of him, so she just left, left him here to our care. The mother says that uh, whoever wants to take care of him can take care of him. She, she just give him up. She doesn't want him. Um, sit up or do anything, or is the weight of his head pro- prohibiting him from doing that? The head, the head is extremely heavy. He cannot sit straight. He can turn his whole body, but not the head. 
the head is too heavy. He was smiling just now. He knows how to smile. He was smiling with her. So he only basically lays. He can't crawl or play or sit up. He won't be able to. Not, not like that. So he needs that procedure. Soon. So, uh, baby Francois... And uh, by the way, guys, so we were visiting this orphanage on that particular day. He had been dropped off uh, by his mom. Well, dropped mm. off. He had been abandoned earlier that day. Wow. That day. Wow. Yeah, and food, food for the you talk about divine appointments. And so Food for the Poor has tremendous relationships with the hospitals there and some amazing doctors. And uh, we arranged to get uh, the medical procedure that he needed ASAP. It's a simple procedure. You know, this is hydrocephalus is the condition he had where the, there's extra fluid around the, the brain and it crushes the brain is what happens. Wow. And uh, so they just, you know, here in the U.S., it's a simple procedure, nearly outpatient. They go and they put a little shunt in the, and the tube drains the fluid down to the stomach and they reshape the head with a helmet. I mean, I know other kids, babies here in the U.S. that have had this and they're fine. They, they're fine. They survive and they have a normal life. But in Haiti, it's a death sentence. And we, we did everything we could. We called the hospital. The doctors happened to be out of the country. They couldn't get back for a couple of days. And little Francois didn't survive. Oh, oh gosh. And um, that, you know, you, you asked when we talked last hour, you know, how, when did my life pivot? And I realized that this I was supposed to do with the rest of my life. Wow. When I went to Jamaica was one of those moments. And Francois was the other. Because here's the deal. Francois happened to be abandoned at the orphanage that we happened to be visiting on that day. That I mean, the, the timing was perfect. It was divine. It was God's timing. And so I got to know his story, and we got to know his name before he died and went to be with Jesus. Hmm. But here's the thing that, that just sticks with me every day. And this is why I advocate so passionately and unashamedly to call out my brothers and sisters here in the U.S. to use the wealth that God has blessed you with to make a difference. Mm-hmm. That's because there are kids all over Haiti and all over so many impoverished countries in the world that will die today. Some that have already died today because of simple medical things that could be easily treated if they had access to medical care from lack of food, from drinking bad water. It's all preventable. It's all preventable. And it's tragic. Mm. And it hurts Jesus's heart. And it hurts my heart. And I hope it hurts your heart to the point where you say, you know what, God, you've been so good to me. $27 a month, I can give it and I won't even miss it. Hmm. And I just pray that you'll pick up your phone and you'll do whatever you can do. And I think if every one of us really, I mean, I'm so thankful, even though that brings me to tears to this day. And it's, you know, here we are five years after the fact brings me to tears to this moment and i hope it never stops because the day it stops i'll stop doing this but Hmm. every one of us can feel the urgency and the passion that i feel uh, for these people because that's the heart that god gave you so please just act out of your god heart and call and do whatever you can do today to save these families man thanks don thank you for sharing that man you can call 855 not you can i'm going to encourage you to please call 855-901-4673 that's 855-901-4673 or go to 1160hope.com again a one-time gift of $320 provides food for a year and water for life for one family of four. Maybe you can do a whole lot more than that. We would love for our common good audience, our common good family, to come alongside these 18 families to, to not just support them, but to, in many ways, quite literally save their lives. And so that's our prayer for the rest of the show. So would you call 855-901-4673? We'll be joined by the rest of the show by Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. And uh, we'll continue to hear stories of life change and impact next on The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. 
the importance of prayer has been one that we have taken very seriously at Food for the Poor. Every piece of mail that goes out has a prayer request form on it for the donor to write and send back. If we have their phone numbers, a person will call to pray person to person with them. We have a prayer app on the iPhone or the smartphones. And if you press that app, within five minutes, someone live will be in touch with you to call you to pray live with you. And we also have on our website a prayer of the week. And it's amazing how many people have signed up to our website to be able to share in that prayer and how many countries in the world we have people who really respond to our prayer ministry. We have a group of people in our phone center that their job is to call people and pray with them. But we also get together for prayer every single day at Food for the Poor. And when we get together for prayer, we also hand out those prayer requests. So we take it very seriously. We don't dump them in a basket and put lay hands over them and pray for all of them. We actually individually pray for their requests. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Ian Simpkins along with Brian Fromm. You can find us on Facebook at The Common Good Radio Show at 1160hope.com. And all show today, we are joined via the magic of internet by Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. And uh, here's kind of the goal. We're trying to come alongside 18 families in Haiti. There's a massive humanitarian crisis there. And you've been telling us, honestly, some heartbreaking stories, not just of your own experience, but things that you've heard from other people. And here's the number to call. And I want to I want to move from invitation language to like challenge language. I, you know, I think it's something that especially Christmas time, it's easy for us to drop a hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks there. Uh, what would it look like for us to come alongside families in the most dire circumstances? You can call 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-HOPE or you can go to 1160hope.com and just simply click the image there at the top of the screen. And, and Todd, I actually looked it up during the commercial break. There's uh, one website. So did I. Oh, you did. <laughs> Tell me what you found i found uh, more than 300 oh i found nice. more than 2000 well whoa do okay. i hear 3000 do, do i, I win yeah more than 2000 verses that speak to uh poverty and, and caring for the poor and wow. uh at the very least even if it's just 300 something that shows up that many times in scripture uh, you know something that we uh, many of us claim to, to guide our lives by uh that's tough to ignore isn't it well yeah yeah. <laughs> so what do I you mean, do with that? What do you do I mean, with that? You know, what, what do they say? If if they if you're really supposed to pay attention to something in ancient literature, uh, including the Bible, you get a three-peat on it. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting like a 300-peat or a 2,000-peat on something, yeah, that's, that's pretty hardcore. I think we're supposed to, you know, take notice of that. But, you know, one of the things that really sticks out to me, and actually if you uh, were to go to the Food for the Poor website, and we have a foundational verse being a faith-based organization, and it's Matthew twenty five thirty four. But you know, if you don't just kind of uh, pull that single verse out, even though you could, you could, you can, and it stands on its own. Uh, but if you look at the the context of this whole thing, and I was talking to my pastor about this uh, on Sunday actually, because he pre- preached a sermon uh, that just uh, just really moved me. And you know, I talked earlier about this is the passion that God has laid on my heart. I mean, this is, and I believe it's my calling for this phase of my life is to advocate for my poor brothers and sisters, but also to encourage the body of believers here in the United States uh, to take seriously the fact that we are, it's not just a suggestion. It's not just something that we're supposed to do if we feel like we're called to it, but it is a mandate in the word of God, according to Brian, more than 2000 times you shall serve the poor, right? But, I don't, you know, of all, the, of all the passages you can read, man, read the second half 
of Matthew 25. Because really what it is, uh, it's, um, you know, that book, that chapter, that book is a combination of, uh, of a couple sermons. You got the parable of the talents in the first half, where basically, you know, it's uh, paraphrasing for the modern age. And here I am acting like a pastor. You guys should be doing this. You're the pastors. I'm just the layman here. But basically, you know, the, the parable of the talents is you've got these servants and the master gives them some money and says, now, you know, go out and do something with it. And, uh, you know, one guy goes and does well with it. Another guy buries it. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, you know, the whole thing. You've heard it preached, you know, dozens of times. So you get that section of it. But then it goes to like the, the judgment scene right there at the end where Jesus is, is uh, you know, is judging people based on their deeds and whether you're going to, uh, you know, go to re- reward or punishment. Hmm. And I just find it so interesting that the litmus test, what's going to determine uh, you know, our eternal um, fate comes down to whether we served the poor or not. Mm. So if that doesn't sum it up, I don't know what does, yeah. right? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. it's like, it's just, it's really heavy. And, you know, the beautiful thing is, too, for Americans, uh, we have been so incredibly blessed that, and this is kind of the irony, I think, for me that I struggle with, and I struggle with it personally, too, because... Sometimes, just honestly, guys, I, you know, I'd like to think I have a giving heart, but I'm really, really selfish. And sometimes it's really hard for me to give, even though I know God's calling me to do something. But I'll still find myself like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. I should probably give, you know, 200 bucks to that or 100 bucks. And when I know God's saying, no, you should do more. But I'm like, yeah, but 200 is pretty good, God. I mean, come on, man. You know, could I, could I get it? But, you know, why, why do I struggle so much with that? I really, because I know, uh, you know, I know that God is laying it on my heart to do that. So, you know, I just think it's an incredible thing that we are so blessed in America. We can make such a huge difference. And, and honestly, like we talked about earlier, for most of us, we can make a massive difference. And it won't significantly, if at all, impact our day-to-day lives. Right. $27 a month is what we're asking you to prayerfully consider giving. $27 a month. And it's not even forever. Not asking you to make a 20 year commitment or something yeah. like that just for the next 12 months. Or, you know, it's interesting too, guys, because people that are responding, most people are just saying, Hey, you know what? 320 bucks. I'm just going to give it to you a lump sum. Mm. And so that tells me that the mo- the money's not really the issue. I think sometimes, honestly, the hardest part about making a decision to, to give or be a part of something, whether it's giving to food for the poor or you know, something at church, I think a lot of it is just Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to make a phone call. I'm going to have to exert a little bit of effort here to, you know, to to make this happen. And sometimes I think we're just all so stinking busy in this crazy frenetic lives that we live that it's just hard for us to slow down enough to really do what we know God's calling us to do. Um, So, you know, but I think during this holiday season, one of the things that God's been really bringing home to me through my devotional time is this whole idea of uh, of just building more margin Mm -hmm. and rest into our lives so that we can be aware of opportunities to serve and also so that God can actually talk to us, you know, to turn down the volume level of life so God can actually speak to us and we have an opportunity to hear him so we can respond. Yeah. So you can go to 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673 or go to 1160hope.com. We've got like 15 minutes left in the show. Let's go ahead and finish this off. For $320 a a year or $27 a month, that provides food for a year and water for life for one family of four. Doing our part to help with the uh, humanitarian crisis going on in Haiti. We're excited to be joined one more segment by Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. For Ian Simpkins, I'm Brian Fromm. 
You're listening to The Common Good, AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Everyday people change lives every day through their gifts to Food for the Poor. Listening to testimony of some of the residents brings you to tears to know that people are suffering, but in the same breath, they still possess a hope and a belief that God is going to rescue them. So even though I might cry as to their plight, I'm encouraged that even in the midst of what they're going through, that they maintain a faith and a belief that God will come to see about me. And I think one of the ladies said that whatever God starts, he will finish. And God would not let us be out here and not come and get us. So that lets me know that wherever you are, God's going to come and get you. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Ian Simpkins, along with Brian Fromm. And we're joined all show by, uh, with Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. And here's kind of the goal where we're looking to save families, save lives in Haiti under this unbelievable, unthinkable crisis. And here's here's kind of the challenge. A $320 one-time gift or $27 a month provides food for a year and water for life for one family. And some of you are listening are thinking, man, I spend 27 a month without even batting an eye. Maybe you can honestly That's do coffee. a whole lot more. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. kidding. Easily. That's not even like fancy frou-frou latte. That's just a couple of drive through coffees a week. Right. Easily, easily reaches the 27. You're talking, you're telling stories about stuff that I've never had to nope. worry about or think about. And so I want to encourage you to call 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. Or go to 1160hope.com. Click the image there at the very top and our, our challenge, our goal is uh, 18 families, and we think our Common Good audience can take care of that, and we would love for people, wherever you're listening from, whether that's the radio or the podcast, to come alongside this great need. And Todd, we have about five minutes left on the show. I'm, I'm curious. Just give us give us the the best possible picture that you can of what it means to come alongside Food for the Poor in this kind of way. Well, uh, one of the... Uh I love the before and after pictures. And, yeah. Uh, one of the very vivid ones occurred in Haiti uh, a few years ago. We went to a little community uh, named uh, Kadwa, and uh, this community, they needed uh, they needed homes, they needed water, they needed food, they needed everything. I mean, very isolated community, extremely poor, and so uh, Food for the Poor decided that we would come in there and, and lend a hand because... Uh, you know, one of the things about Food for the Poor, we tend to go where no other charities will go, kind of the far reaches, the back corners of Haiti, and find people that no one else is going to help them. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. we go in there, and, and we always try to partner with a local pastor. And that's where I met Pastor Joseph. Pastor Joseph had an amazing testimony. As a young man, he had these terrible, debilitating migraine headaches. And he said, they got so bad where I, I just literally wanted to die. But he said, I, I prayed out to God. I said, God, if you heal me, I will serve you for the rest of my life. Hmm. And God healed him of his headaches. Hmm. And so now when I met Pastor Joseph, this is about three, four years ago, he was probably in his mid-60s. And he had been true to his word. He'd served God as a pastor in that community his entire life. And he said, I've been praying for uh, revival and uh, rejuvenation to come to my village of of Kadwa. He said, it used to be so beautiful, but but the poverty has gotten so deep and life has gotten so hard. And and my people, my, you know, my my congregation here is suffering. And so I've just been praying to God. And he said, God has answered my prayers this day Mm. as you have come to our village. And so we, uh, we, we, you know, we formulated a plan, and the first thing we needed to, to, to tackle was the water problem because the nearest decent water was three miles away from this community. Wow. So most of these people were spending, literally spending their lives walking around, walking to get water, carrying it back and forth, back and right. forth, back and forth all day long, right? 
And so we started to build water in there. Uh, our group left Haiti. We came back six months later, and we went right back to that same village. And so as we're driving into this village, and again, it's in the middle of nowhere, uh, but I kind of remembered vaguely where it was. I knew we were getting close. and But we're on this road, and I'm going, I'm looking around, and I'm like, is this Kadwa coming up here? Because there wasn't, I don't remember there being a road. And our project manager was like, no, there wasn't a road. They put the road in. I'm like, oh, we put a road in? He's like, no, they put the road in. And I'm like, who's they? He said, the, the, the people of Kadwa. Wow. Because they knew that hope was coming. They knew that God had answered their prayers. And they wanted to facilitate that and make it as easy as possible for the equipment and the trucks to get through. And so they built this road. And a little ways down the road, I suddenly see a throng of people down there. And we stopped the vehicle, rolled down the window. You could hear them singing. Oh, wow. They, they knew we were coming back to visit. They were singing us into the community. It kind of reminded me of the, of the story in the Bible about Jesus entering, entering Jerusalem, right? And people waving palm fronds. They were even waving palm fronds. And not that we're like Jesus or anything, but they were so grateful for the miracle that God was bringing to their community. And we got there. Three water installations had already been built. And you could just see the difference in this community. It literally was life from death. Wow, they had wow. no hope. They were hopeless. But now, because people just like you gave to food for the poor, and we brought water, and then after that, we brought housing, and we put in some uh, some new opportunities for them to grow better crops and earn a living. It's people just like you, through your gifts of $27 a month, whatever you can give, that made a miracle happen in Kadwa. And you can make that same kind of miracle happen, even in the midst of this Haiti humanitarian crisis. So, friends, I just want to encourage you as we sign off. God has you hearing this for a reason. God has blessed you with everything that you have for a reason. And it's not just to take care of yourself. And that's okay. We're all supposed to do that. And God blesses us to do that. But could you take just a little bit of of what he's given to you? And, and send it as a blessing to someone else mm-hmm. to bring a miracle because our brothers and sisters in Haiti, they're praying for miracles. It's got to seem so hopeless to them. It's got to seem like nothing will change. They're probably afraid they're going to die from lack of food mm-hmm. and lack of water. But God, I believe, wants to use you to change that reality. And all it takes is a few pennies a day and a phone call or, or just go to 1160hope.com. But most of all, It just takes you having the heart of Jesus and saying, you know what, God, I want to be just like you, and I want to give. 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. Or go to 1160hope.com. Again, for only $27 a month, it will provide food for a year and water for life for one family of four, doing what we can to do our part for the humanitarian crisis. Todd Chapman, Food for the Poor. Hey, man, thank you so much for taking your time and joining us today. My pleasure. Love being with you. Absolutely. For Ian Simpkins, my name is Brian Fromm. Glad to have you joining us today. You've been listening to The Common Good, AM 1160. Hope for your life. 